Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. On today's episode, we go through the 2023 roadmap to the Lombardi for the Dallas Cowboys. We also talk a little bit of that fantasy football. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by... The Landry Hat. Well, we're the official podcast of The Landry Hat. We're brought to you by Fansided. And um, if you want to come and watch this instead of just listening listening to it, you need to head over to uh, youtube.com slash at Cowboys Can Fan or just search Cowboys Can Fan on the old YouTube or Google. We will pop up uh, every, well, t- technically every Wednesday and Sunday um, are our days that we do a show. However, during the summer season, uh, bandwagon boy number one's uh, youngest is uh, attempting to become, or is on his way of become a, a NFL or CFL football superstar. So his uh, career takes priority during these summer months. But um, so we'll be bouncing around a little. Anyways, long explanation short. Come check us out on the social medias, uh, on all of the social medias at Cowboys Can Fan. You know, like Canadian fan, and you will be able to um, keep up to date. Come check us out live. We'd love to have you there. Come join our live chat. Uh, and finally, if you are looking for more than just the Dallas Cowboys, if you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys, you like all sports, you need to check out the Grid Network. That's G R Y D, and then the word network. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. Grid Network. That's G R Y D. And then the word network. Um, okay, I think that's everything. Enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. Boosh! Crack them if you got them, son! Crack them if you got them, son. Thumbs up, sup! Get a third crack. We got three crackums up in here. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the uh, Cowboys Camp Fan Podcast main event. Uh, and the two brothers are both wearing the Crack 'em If You Got 'em shirts, but only one brother is drinking alcohol. Aha! What? No, not a, not a. What's that? Not a sideways squirrely. Like you're. Nope. Had a had a big weekend, eh? Well, so some some behind baseball. The reason I'm not drinking alcoholic beverages currently is I jumped on a scale yesterday. And let's just let's just say I could go without a couple couple crackums for a, for two or three weeks. So I might be dry until about training camp, and then I'll be back into them. But uh, let's just say that the scale was not nice to me. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to know when to uh, hold them, hold them, and know when to fold them. Um, no but don't worry. To walk away. And I'll be picking. I'll we'll, we'll be picking up your pace. We're getting fourth <laughs> quartered every podcast. That's right, baby. <laughs> Especially on the Tuesday night edition. I don't think we've ever done this on a Tuesday. I think this is a first. Yeah, and maybe and in the past. In the past, we've done a Tuesday before. I mean, and obviously, just not for a long ass time that I can remember. But. It'll only be temporarily for the next couple of weeks. We have some alternate uh, alternate days. Um, yeah, I have the kids to to take to. We've got a Tuesdays are, is Tuesday going to be our new time? 
I, I mean, I, I think I think it'll be a work in progress. We'll see how today goes. But uh, l- we're just gonna say, and we'll be honest, it's um, it, things might be a little uh, hard it's a, it's to awesome. hard to find us. We're gonna be sneaking out of the. We're gonna be like Sting coming down from the rafters. Yeah, you just don't know when it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, what uh, we, but can... we will try to give. Uh, we will try to pick a day and uh, Tuesday first. It, it might be. Might. And, and Does that mean the... we can wear face paint? Yeah. yeah, we can wear face paint, and typically we'll try and do it like a. Uh, typically, we'll try to do it like a uh, a day or so in advance, just to give people a little bit of time. I know, but people... it's because this young stud, who you can see right now, oh, no, thank you. is becoming a CFL star. CFL. Well, you got to start somewhere. And 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 he wears and he wears Dallas uh, Dallas Cowboys jerseys to practices, and he gets uh, he gets it gets uh, made fun of a lot. Yeah, I got practice. <laughs> Do you want do you want to tell them what your number is? 20. TP20. TP20 baby. TP20. And and I don't know if this is uh Jerry Jones sending out his vibes in the world, but um when we see uh, Adam's young stud of a son in in his playing ability. Yep. Uh I think that he that this is calling out what Tony Pollard's going to do this year. He's going to be a track star uh, running back as well as Hot Hands McGee uh, <laughs> out 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 in the flats. That's hot. my pre- that's my prediction. Hot Hands McGee in the flats. I love it. <laughs> um, uh, our boy R 2s up in the house. R 2s saying Cowboys can fan. What's up from South Texas? Let's hear some great information on the Cowboys. Cheers, go Cowboys, America. Oh yeah. Team. He always wants that great information, and I'm I'm looking forward to, to some great information on. Hey, are we we're live on TikTok right now, aren't we? You know it, dog. Cowboys Ooh-wee! at Cowboys Can Fan on TikTok. If you haven't followed it, and this is the Cowboys Can Fan podcast. You can follow us on all social media at Cowboys Can Fan and on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Cowboys Can Fan. Guys, let's do it. We didn't have our Sunday show again. We're kind of waiting for training camp to get here. We're pretty much at the silent, it's off silent season. part of the season. Yeah, it's, it's off as season. silent as it gets. I it, saw, I saw this uh, a meme that I can't remember the exact dates, but it was like uh, of all the sports in championships, this is like the dead season of all sports. Everything worth kind of being excited about is about sixty plus days away from from this date. So, like, I'm talking. Obviously, there's sports going on, but championships and shit are, are like, like I think baseball's being played nine, yep. uh, 13 months a year, is it? Or <laughs> I don't, I don't follow baseball. Well, I, but I, I do wear baseball hats. Hell yeah! Well, I have Ball um, caps. If there's no big information uh, to, to jump on, and I, I, I looked, I didn't really see anything pressing. But we have three options that we can hop into, and I can throw that out to the okay. to the boys here. Let's hear it for the boys. Well. Um, we have the 2023 Dallas Cow- Cowboys roadmap. We were going to hop into this, but we had a great episode. Put yep. it off for a couple of weeks. It's still relevant. Uh, and that it just kind of details the 2023 season. Lots of little tidbits for us to chat about there. It's a good love article. Love it, love it. That's the great, that's the great information that uh, our boy R2, a.k.a. Rolando Is Rodriguez, looking, wants yep. to look. Then we have our, our uh, another article um, based on the fantasy predictions for the Dallas Cowboys, which can lead to our own predictions and then finally uh i went through and and did my best to try to find a uh story through memes mean memes for the dallas cowboys um so i have like you know not every single week but roughly from camp to uh 
um, the final game of the uh, of the 2022 season. 2022 season, yeah, yeah. So, so I I don't know. Whatever we want to start with, I think personally the memes might be a good ender, a good closer. I think whatever you whatever you roadmap. Uh, let's roadmap let's it, roadmap baby. It. I love yeah, it. Roadmap let's get it. that roadmap. Let's see it. Get it up on the screen. Roadmap it and roadmap it. Okay, so roadmap this, this and is beer pops. <laughs> this is an article uh, from Adam Rank on NFL.com. Oh, I got to read. Stanky Ranky. Stank. No, yeah. No one wants to see your little toolbar. Let me get rid of that. Get rid stuff. of that toolbar. Oh, I can. I, you know what? I usually don't have it up. That's the problem. Or. No, no, it's, it's fine. Okay. No, no, it's good. You the just... title that they have for here, the state of the 2023 Dallas Cowboys heat is on Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott to lead deep playoff run. That's probably all I'll be able to read from the article because I'm sitting away from my computer screen. But that to me, I, I think that's pretty fair. There's a there's a lot of heat on both McCarthy and Dak Prescott, which is funny because we've talked about it. They're coming off of a 12 and five season back to back years and back to back postseason um, appearances. But it does feel like both those guys are on the hot seat. Oh, for yeah, sure. A hundred percent. I mean, now everything's adding has, there's no more um, excuses left that are like fair, in my opinion. Uh, sans a, you know, another big incident where someone is not able to play. Um, but we're not going to bring that into our um, reality here. We're not bringing that into this Marvel nope. universe. Uh, well, let's get into kind of his first point. Thanks, Adam Rank. You stank. <laughs> Stanky ranky. Stanky ranky. Here he's going off. We don't want to actually want to see him. We just want to read what you got to say. Okay, okay so where uh, does your squad stand? That's not it. Okay, okay. There we are. Well, we're not – I mean, we can go through and read this all, but I just want to read the highlights, right? So Highlight it up. He, here's a uh, – Anth, I don't know. Can you read those? Yeah, this no, is not, you no, g- okay, g- okay. Give me, give me go. Okay, so 2022 rewind. Just let's just kick it back a little. Kick it back. Rewind. Uh, one high from last season. The Cowboys were actually good last year, and I know saying actually is kind of low key diss because I seem because it seems surprised, but they were actually good. A lot of people also thought the Cowboys would lose in the opening round of the playoffs to the playoffs. Playoffs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brizzy. Uh, but instead, they went out and smoked them 31-14 in Brady's last game ever. Arguably arguably the Cowboys' best game of the season. The, there was a lot at stake. The pressure was on. The Cowboys had never beat Tom Brady. We were away. So there was a bunch of stuff stacked against the Cowboys. And they came out and played a full game sans Maher missing five point after tries or whatever it ended up being. Right. But Dak played flawless. The team looked awesome. And we sent Brady into retirement. And it seemed like all all sales were up and we were ready to cruise through all, all the way to the Super Bowl. That's right. We, we, we were ready to blues clues. I know lose it all the way to the Super Bowl. And that type of inconsistency that we saw from this game and then the following week. Yeah. The, the following week Atrocious. in San Francisco. It's like that type of inconsistency with Dak. Um, is what you know the intelligent the people can can pull out and say. Here's a good example of why you uh, why I might think that Dak is is not that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not agreeing with that, but I'm saying that's a that's probably one of the most fair examples that you can give these two. Well, games. that's why he's on the hot seat. Realistically, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, one low from last season. You want you want to yeah. alternate? No, no, okay. yeah, we'll alternate. One low good. from last season. Uh, our boy Ezekiel Elliott, number twenty one. 
lining up at center for the final play of the game against the 49ers. <laughs> you can close your eyes and picture right now. It wasn't bad in theory, much like Crystal Pepsi wasn't bad in theory. Actually, it was a bad idea. We I all- have a feeling this is going to make Alex's meme list. It has to. It this has to. This- <laughs> the Zeke taking a snap at center. If that didn't make the meme list, you are not a meme lord. And and, and I mean, could you miss it? That's what I want to ask. <laughs> yeah, and and just like that, R two uh, is saying Cowboys can fan on NFL total access. Jane Slater said the Cowboys are not talking about signing Zeke. Yeah, after he can't play center, I don't think they'd be resigning <laughs> Zeke either. Um, I agree. Cheers, go Cowboys! Football emoji. So, so, sorry, are not talking. So they're they're okay. They're not so that the Cowboys are not talking about resigning. Zeke. Okay, okay. Because a lot sorry. of the rumors over the last little bit here has been about the Zeke uh, yeah. resigning. I just wanted to bring that up because uh, of the. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, you can close your eyes and picture Zeke getting just fucking. I mean, poor Zeke. What the hell was he thinking? Nothing. He's like, well, okay. it's also shitty. That's his last play as a Dallas. I Cowboys, know. Basically. That's that's the, that's the shitty. That's the shitty spot of it. I, I just hope he get wherever Zeke goes. I hope he gets a good chance, and I hope he has a bounce back because the the image of him lining up at center. I remember we were screaming. I was screaming. That's a meme when it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You knew right away. Cut to the clip. <laughs> yeah. Um. And one day we're gonna have that power. Oh, we will. Just you wait. Uh, twenty twenty three VIPs. So, I think we can guess the first one here on offense. Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak Prescott, I love Dak, I do, but he can be frustrating at times. Oh, tell me about it, Stanky. Tell me, Stanky Ranky. Uh, he was absolutely brilliant against the Bucks in the playoffs, racking up playoffs. five playoffs. total touchdowns and 305 yards passing. The following week, we just talked about this, Dak threw just over 200, one touchdown and two interceptions in the loss to the 49ers. Uh, not, that, not that one should be expected to light it up on a defense like San Francisco's unit, but Dak needs to avoid... Avoid mistakes like the picks, especially the one in the red zone to Fred Warner. That was exceptionally exasperating. Maybe the switch to Mike McCarthy as a play caller will give us a more consistent Dak. We're about to find out. So just even this article being on NFL.com, they're they're in the same situation as us right now. Unfortunately, they don't have anyone to steal this kind of stuff from. So they're but this they're basically going back and doing the roadmap of the Cowboys because there's nothing else for them to talk about currently. Well, there not- just isn't. It's it's in a weird lull, but it is fun to go through. This is uh, bringing all the back shitty memories of the season. It's it is. Not, it's not stealing if we're commentating on it. We are commenting. Sorry, they- we're co- I didn't mean stealing. I meant thieving. <laughs> um, but with it, this remixing, is, we're remixing it. This is now. Now we're looking forward, right? So, um. Some would say we're looking forward a la Zeke at center. Uh, projected 2023 MVP. Do you want me to read You that? guessed it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, projected 2023 MVP. Yeah, boy. Micah Parsons, a.k.a. the linebacker. Parsons has 26.5 sacks in his first two seasons. If you would have followed our last two weeks of the show, you would have saw us break Micah Parsons down versus all-time linebackers and all-time linemen. So you would know that the 26.5 sacks, like I, I want that to be some sort of trivia so that all three of us yeah. would be like, 26.5! <laughs> Uh, in his first two seasons, his third player to he's the third player to post twelve plus slacks slacks sacks in each of his two first NFL campaigns since individual sacks were first recorded in nineteen eighty two, joining Alden Smith and Reggie White. Just one second on here on that. Yep, I think that's awesome because it shows you the two different pathways you can go. 
the route of Alden Smith or the route of the route of Reggie White. Yeah, yeah and then very, we, very different paths those guys took. Very, very different paths. Yeah, and, and so as much as sorry, I think Micah Parsons is going to follow the path of the the Reggie White way, the yeah. the White way, as you will. No, uh, no, uh, no, racism. no racial, no, no racial, racial, racial commentary. Uh, but I, I think that's where he's going. It's it is like okay, he needs to come out there and play though because we've seen this done. It's not just Alden Smith and Reggie White, as you said. We've gone through and looked at people's history, and there's quite a handful of of names who did very well in their first two years, and then something just happened. They petered right out and might have had a you know lengthy career, but they certainly dropped right off. And I mean, we broke it down extensively. Check out our last two uh, episodes. Uh, we we break down Micah Parsons versus the world. Um, so Quinn changed how the boys deployed Parsons in a second year. I find this an interesting um, paragraph here. Mm-hmm. So boys deployed Parsons in a second year. He played. Oh, uh, what the hell? He played 82.6% of the snaps on the line of scrimmage in 2020. <laughs> Sorry, Alex's screen went into uh, screensaver mode. Um Okay, let's start. Quinn changed how the boys deployed Parsons in second in his second years. He played 82.6% of the snaps on the line of scrimmage in 2022 per next-gen stats, 49.7% in 2021. He's one of just three players with 25-plus sacks and 30-plus TFLs, and we all love TFLs since oh, we're TFL 2020, boys. 20, since 2021. That's a shirt. Wow. We, t- we TFL boys. We're TFL boys. <laughs> TFL, we baby! So Mike is the projected MVP. I think that's fair. He's our best player. You'd you'd assume yep. that your best player has the best chance of mate being the team MVP. He also has he's in he's in the defensive quarterback position. Well, maybe not really. I guess that kind of goes to the uh, middle, middle linebacker. linebacker. But, but but in this case, like he is the he is what the defense is built around his strengths, right? So I think there's a comparison there. The, the other person I would say would be like C.D. Lamb, but it's just you're never going to get a a wide receiver getting an MVP anymore, I don't think. The one comment... It'd be, it'd be, it'd be rare. Yeah, it'd be the, rare. Uh, it's ready on TikTok is saying it wore him down at the end of the year. Now he starts boxing and putting in weight. So yeah. just talking about the amount, although he is, he took 89, 82.6% of the snaps, you could see a couple times where it looked, he looked like he was gassed a bit. So his last seven games, you could tell he was he like the way he started the season off. He was on, he was projected to have like what 40 something sacks after the yeah. first three games or something yeah. crazy. And he obviously petered off at the end of the season. We need a 17 game Micah and then into the postseason. Do you think that's a big reason why he decided to stay in? Was it Austin to train outside of the team regiment? Like, Hey, I'm on. Well, he ended up showing player. up though. He ended up showing up though. Oh, of course he did. So they, just so they like he said, he was a full time DE. Right. So he was he was talked about not coming to the OTAs, but then in true lion fashion, he pride rocked it. Yep, it's got to eat. Can't let these little cubs think that they got the whole the whole pride. Right. <laughs> uh, new face to know. Stephen Gilmore, cornerback. The Cowboys traded for the two, 2019 defensive player of the year this offseason. Is this like adding Deion Sanders to the squad in 1995? It's not. Oh. <laughs> but Gilmore ranks six among corner. I like this uh, skanky boy. Uh, skank, skanky ranky. <laughs> skanky ranky. Skanky ranky. Uh, but Gil- Gilmore ranked six among cornerbacks with a coverage grade of 81.1 last season, according to Pro Football 
focus. And really, he's just here to work along with Trevon Diggs, who leads the NFL with 14 interceptions and 35 pass defenses since 2021. Ooh, put me into a lisp mode. Now, so, 2021. 2021. <laughs> now, Diggs has gone 10 straight games without a pick. Ooh, and that is a little concerning, but maybe not. Uh, but he's probably going to see more opportunities with Gilmore on the other side. And don't forget... Not so bland was quite a pleasant surprise for the Cowboys last year, too. Dallas might have one of the best secondaries in the league. You heard it from the rank himself. Put some salt on that one. You booked it. Put some salt on it and shove it down your face. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, huge signing. Uh, Gilmore, the more and more, the more and the more and the more that you look at it. Because who would we would be going in with would be Diggs. Probably Bland would be our yeah. our next guy, and that might not even be the best position for him, right? Yeah, well, we no, also it was definitely to... a key offseason, key offseason yeah. uh, acquirement. Yeah, you did, you you put a veteran like that uh, opposite of T. Diggs, and then we look at we talk about the backups, the CBs as the backups. They're all going to start to get elevated when you have uh, when you have two dogs just out there, and the learn and the learning and the learning. You know, yeah. Oh, oh. You pick up... Uh... Well, you would hope. I mean, obviously, you can't just put a veteran player in there. I think if you put any type of veteran player of the caliber, of the caliber like uh, Stephen Gilmore, and you're expecting that players all around you in that position will rise a little bit. They have yeah, Stephon, Gil- St- Stephon Gilmore's been a, one of the top defensive players in the league for a long time. Having him on the back end, now Diggs actually has someone to compete with. I don't yep. think Diggs was ever really competing against Anthony Brown, like Diggs was number one. Anthony Brown was number two here. It's like, there's a chance. Are you going to play outplay the guy on the other side of you there? So there's, they obviously they're teammates, but they obviously want to outperform each other. Oh yeah. Of yeah that's it's good. a good thing. Help it's an, it's awesome to have. This is a message for all the pan fanomaniacs. We are a special interest group who have taken over the airways. We demand you listen to the following advertisements if you wish to hear your precious Cowboys Can Fan podcast again. Start the ads! You've done well. We will allow you to return to your favorite Dallas Cowboys podcast. But mark our words, we will return. Personally, I like the interceptions, but as a team, I, I don't, I mean... I don't care if Dig ha- Diggs has 11 interceptions if he's doing his job of shutting people down. Um, it does hype me up though when there's an in, it, it oh, it's a momentum shift. But but, but then will... but but sorry, mm-hmm. you look actually. What's the uh, interceptions 2021 as a team and interceptions in 2022 as a team? Did we go up or down or did we stay the same? I wonder. Okay, well, while Alex is yeah. looking at that, he can scroll down to 2023 breakout star. Sam, Sam Williams. Williams. defensive end. It's hard not, it's hard to make a big impact when you're stuck behind Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, but that's what Williams did during his rookie season. Like Zane Malik playing behind Harry Styles in one direction. <laughs> weird, weird uh, comparison. I know. Sometimes you have to just Stanky wait for ranky. your chance. Though Malik was the first one to leave the band, so maybe Williams is Styles. Point is, Williams had four sacks despite playing less than a third of the defensive snaps for the Cowboys. They have to find more ways to get him on the field, and that's going to be the biggest problem: yep. is trying mm-hmm. to trying to justify getting him on the field. We saw Lane Johnson, who is an All-Pro tackle for the Philadelphia Shitgulls, <laughs> and he basically said two of the five hardest guys in the NFL to guard are Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons. So yeah. if Lane Johnson saying that, I mean, 
sure you want Sam Williams to get out there, but you still want to keep your best players. Like I don't want to give yep. Sam Williams time just be, to give him time. Like I want him to earn it. I want him to be better than Demarcus Lawrence. You know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I like, yeah, you need to get him in to get some, some reps. He needs to be able to get that game experience to, to have that longevity like that uh, as like a, as a line. But like you said, if he's not gonna, if he, if he doesn't earn it, don't put him in just for the sake of getting them the reps. Did anyone expect us to talk about One Direction at all today? No, <laughs> no, and it's so weird. I mean, I, I thought at least they would they would use they would tie it into last season and, and have something with the uh, not the Hansons. That's dating myself. Uh, who are those other the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> no, no, the Jonas Brothers because we they were they played at the Thanksgiving game. I think Jonas Brothers is also dating you. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but well, how they, clo- no? I just used the Jonas Brothers because they crack them if you got them. Crack them because they got played em. at the Thanksgiving game. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Yeah, but that the whole was... reason we the whole reason we actually went down to the Thanksgiving Day game, That's true. Uh, the Jonas concert. That's right, and this <laughs> happened to be at the Cowboys game. That's what uh, yeah, got it's, me like, into it's like whoa, there's a football game around here. This is crazy. I, I love I, I love Sam Williams. I love his potential. Um, there is not a lot of room, but hey, what if he just stands out and then he becomes the first replacement for Lawrence or Par- Micah when he needs to take a, a break? You know? Yeah, just has to beat out beat out the other two guys in foul. Like I would have liked to, I would have liked to see mention of Fowler Jr. and yeah. Dorrance Armstrong here. That's who he's in competition with. That's who he's trying to get reps from. He ain't taking any of Micah's reps, and he sure as no. hell ain't taking any of D Laws. So no. he's got to battle. He's got to battle those other two guys. Well, here's a question: If Williams is outperformed by Fowler or or uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Dorrance Armstrong. Yeah, or Armstrong. Is that a red flag for Williams? No, because those guys both had really good years last year. Like okay. that, and that's the whole reason that Sam Williams couldn't get on the field much because the guys, the other guys in Dorrance Armstrong and Fowler Jr., they were just playing so good. So it was yeah. hard to give the rookie time. Give him yeah. time. Give him. It time, is only his second season. I, I I I was thinking third for some reason. I will expect. I do expect to see Sam Williams get more playing time though. Yeah, he needs to do. He, he needs to show some stuff in the preseason though. Here's what everyone comes for the the coaching <laughs> staff. We got a uh, big Mike McCarthy oh, leading yeah, man, the Cowboys know. onto the field. Probably not cider mama Probably not physically, but mentally. Uh, I'm just gonna hear Texas Coast <laughs> offense. Jer- Jerry Jones giving that owner, president, and GM title. Owner, president, GM, <laughs> and booster, uh, booster president. Max Salt Intaker. Yeah. And offensive coordinator Brian Shoddy, defensive coordinator. Y'all know who hey, it is. Queen. Lieutenant Dan, and then special teams coordinator, the vasectomy, John Fassel. John, <laughs> I'm showing you my VD. You know, I still That's have. That's disease. Vasectomy, I He meant. was telling that story because he wanted all the guys to know that he still has sex. Oh, yeah. Guess who has oh, sex? Oh, for sure. I gotta, I gotta. Otherwise, I'm going to end up with another uh, 13 kids. I have 13 kids right now. Okay? Uh, you well, try to do that on a, on a special teams coordinator salary, okay? So, here's what it says about Mr. Michael McCarthy. It's uh, Big Mike's fourth year in Dallas, and the Cowboys are coming off consecutive 12-5 and seasons here. here. This is great. But do you feel like they are any closer to the Super Bowl? Yes. That's probably why McCarthy made the decision to mutually part ways with offensive coordinator Kellen Moore and take over play-calling duties himself. 
I mean, if my job were on the line, I would also want to take the reins myself. Yeah, wrong. This will be the first time McCarthy has called play since 2018. It's not like the league has changed much since that time or anything. I'm sure he'll be fine. And the Packers had a top five scoring offense in seven of his 13 seasons in Green Bay. Good odds. Yeah. And I mean, like, I he, he's I completely agree with uh, Stanky Ranky here. If my job was on the line, I'm not going to let someone I'm not I'm going to do everything in my power. Now, if I if Mike McCarthy wasn't an offensive play caller like he has been in the past, then you go out and find the best person. Sure, yes. If you in your in your heart of hearts that feel like you change. can do it better than the dungeon master aka vanilla pudding Kellen Moore, then you I, boot the fucker. I was going to say you want to go down with with your ship, yep. but I think it still might be too soon for that saying within oh. last week or so. What you, what <laughs> so I, ca- yeah, I, know. I no, caught myself before I said it. <laughs> no, that would be imploding. Oh, with you're the ta- ship. Yeah. You can say down with the ship. Yeah. Oh, down with the ship. Okay. Yeah. So if you were going to, if you, if it was your choice, you're going to sink that ship instead of having some other pencil neck, like Kellen Moore do it for you. If you have, so there was obviously doubts in Mike McCart, uh, doubts, from Mike McCarthy with Kellen Moore. Yep. Otherwise, he wouldn't have moved on. He would have been happy. 12-5, and five, best uh, yep. number two offense or whatever it was. Like, you know, arguably one of the better offenses in the NFL um, in terms of... But did it ever feel did it ever feel It never that way? felt that way, no, because they had no. big games. They had big, big boom games. Well, but but what I'm... The point is just, if you get to the point where it's going... Like I told, I'm just agreeing. Like I think that's where his decision came. Is like it might not have been that he felt he thought thought he could even do better than Kellen Moore, but he's like Kellen's not getting us to where we need to go. Yeah, he's doing everything else great, and I'd rather get the get in a position where I can control things more. Maybe I take an uh, you know, we don't want this. Maybe I take an extra L throughout the season, but I'm gonna be better prepared and better situated to face those teams we know we're going to face in the postseason. Yeah, and I mean, like, you look at someone like Kellen Moore and as an offensive coordinator, and it's it'd be ignorant for us to say, oh, yeah, all he cares about is, like, putting up, like, great-looking plays and trying to put up as most points job. as possible. Well, we know, we, we know he didn't care about putting up great-looking plays. No, yeah, but, yeah. You, know, you know, I'm just saying, like... Uh, <laughs> it's his job to make He's the still... offense... But he still, Successful. I mean, you would still want to win as an offensive oh, yeah. coordinator. But yep. going two seasons back to back, twelve and five, and not getting, not really progressing um, with the season and or making it to the divisional round, yeah, Mike McCarthy needs you need to make a change. Hey, this isn't working. I have, I, I believe I have all of the elements in place here. If we make these two or three different tweaks in the off season, I feel like we can make a run. 100% for the divisional, and then I believe we can be the Super Bowl. That's probably the conversations he's having in order to get get all these. But, well, we need a playoff a playoff, playoff. offense, an, a playoff yeah. offense, not a first or second or third overall scoring offense. We need a team that's going to win at no like at no cost. You know, they, they can't go in and put up 12 points against San Francisco in the divisional round. Like, that's just not no. acceptable on any level. No. And, and and that's what I think it really comes down to. That's the brass tax. Well, and, and it's ready uh, on uh, TikTok as saying um, Kellen Moore went into the into last season with the number one offense. So he had the number one offense. We were the number one offense. And 
in again, 20, in 2021. Yeah, it, and, and again, it didn't it didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like it. Yeah. Absolutely didn't feel like it. And I, again, we could be cl- too close to the sun. Oh fuck! I fly I fly close to the sun like, every podcast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, how many times are we like, man? We never see Dak going deep. Like we never see. I mean, I watched a highlight tape of him. Uh, highlight tape a highlight clip of him a day or so ago and VHS. he threw a lot of fucking deep balls last season i was surprised he has actually he had a, i forget what the rating was he he he's ranked almost more ahead of joe burrow or was it josh allen in terms of like the deep pass yeah but that's just the completion that doesn't mean how many times he did it right that's it's what i'm saying completion, that, his, it, yeah his, so, his rating was so better. that's th- that's actually a better argument to do it more yes right yeah exactly so you you, you he doesn't throw it as much but they're making the completions. Maybe just do it, you know, five more times. Exactly. I mean, we can break down those stats, uh, which we any, might any which, which way, hey, which we, we might. We, hey, any which way but loose. What we what looking at someone like adding cooks to the to the uh, wide receiving core and allowing to have more players who could stretch the field down in the right uh, in the right um, plays. That that you exactly what you just said. Hey, Dak, Dak's completion for the deep ball is great. We don't have enough weapons to stretch the field. Yeah. Let's go get that, and, and let's add that into the scheme. Word is Cooks is still a burner, too. Sounds yeah. like he's still got that speed, baby. Like, 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 he's, it, like it, he smokes a lot of pot? It totally he's f- burning it. it. It totally feels like the Cowboys went out with uh, the Cooks and Gilmore and, and got the equivalent uh, improvement in terms of, like, if you can imagine – like adding points to your offense or defense, both those players added kind of the equivalent upgrade to the offense and the defense. It was like this uh, symbiotic improvement, which improves the whole team, right? So we're excited. Uh, Dan Quinn, what more can you say about Lieutenant Dan? Hey, is it my turn? Yeah, go for it. Okay, Dan Quinn, DC Dan Quinn, Lieutenant Dan Ice Cream has been head coaching candidate. The pa- has ice been a head cream. coaching candidate the past two seasons, and the Cowboys are fortunate to still have him around. He's a valuable person to have on the staff, especially if the heat on McCarthy gets turned up. That's the radio voice. Yep. If you know what I mean, and if you don't know what I mean, Quinn would be the most obvious in-house option to turn to if things go south in a hurry for McCarthy. So what? So what are they saying? Like south they're, in a hurry? Like they're gonna fire him mid-season yeah. and take get Dan Quinn in? Like I, I feel like. They would have to go zero and six for that yeah, to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no fucking way you're 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 taking McCarthy out of there if you're like, even if you're five and five, you're not gonna like you wouldn't do that. No, you're still battling. The Cowboys yeah. led the NFL in takeaways for the second straight year with 33 last season. They have a lot of great talent all over that D. And made some additions <laughs> in the offseason, including drafting Mozzie Smith to anchor the interior defensive line. The strength of the Cowboys will again be the defense, yet nobody seems to talk about it. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the defense to be the best part. Yeah. I'm excited to watch this defense. Yep. I'm excited to watch this defense. Me too. Speaking of defense, you grab those numbers, the interception numbers. You yeah. S- so 26 in 2021 and 16? Yeah, in 20. So we were less. Less. Okay. So almost the team had similar results, but without digs. 35 fucking ins, yeah, uh, yeah. we drop it out. Okay. Yeah. But exactly. we did lead the league. The Cowboys led the league in 2021 and 2022 in takeaways, which is huge. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And and I will always trade. I mean, interceptions are beautiful, and we get to do a uh, screech shot and yada, yada, yada if it's uh, digs. But um, I will always take just a, a more solid shutdown 
um, player. Like, Diggs, what did you do against, uh, uh, I mean, we were at the game, fucking Vikings, Jefferson. Just it shot him down. Shot him right down. And that I'll take that over an, oh, inter- an exciting interception. 100%. I, I mean, want them all. I want, I them, want all. them all. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, the th- what's really interesting is I believe Dan Quinn knows what he has in Micah Parsons and probably likes the other ingredients, including Diggs, on the defense there. And that's what's keeping him around, right? Yeah, that's like this is a once in a lifetime player for you. You're a, you're a defensive coordinator. It's like you finally got. Maybe he's had a couple of these guys in his past, but right now he has a guy who it's like you can do amazing things with. It's very you know if you love football like we know Dan Quinn does, DQ does, Lieutenant Dan does. He it's exciting. He wants to stay he, there and coach this guy. He's an alchemist with all the fixins. That's right. <laughs> um, here's a so just uh, so we got some nice we got some nice conversations going over on our TikTok chat. Um, two things. Uh, here's I'm going to give you a comment. And I want your guys' response. Okay. Uh, it's ready. Right, says better hope Dan stays because Micah publicly said he's playing where Dan goes. Do you think Micah Parsons would leave the Dallas Cowboys if Dan Quinn left? No. They're going to throw so much money at him to stay. He'll be the highest paid NFL player. Perhaps he's going to be the highest paid. And you got to think if they, if they retain CD lamb and Trevon Diggs and they still have such a good basis, one Dan Quinn, what maybe he wants to stick around. You know, we keep getting led on about Dan Quinn, leaving, leaving, leaving. Who's to say Dan Quinn doesn't just keep sticking around for another two or three sticks around his, his, if he's making uh, better money than I don't, if he's making better money than most head coaching jobs, then then great. You you got one specialty yeah. area with a t- with a group of guys that you form a relationship with, believing that you can get into the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl with it. Yeah, you're going to stick around because you have that vested interest in it, right? It would. But but sorry. Secondly, and and mm-hmm. uh, secondly, if uh, Dan Quinn, we don't again, we don't know what's been said behind closed doors. But if depending on what happens this season, if we don't go to the divisional, uh. If we don't go into the NFC Championship uh, game, then watch your damn mouth. Then hey, does, I'll, I'll come over there and smack that whore. <laughs> then that whore does, out of Dan, your mouth. does Dan Dan Quinn expect that Mike McCarthy is going to get booted, and then he's going to take the head coaching job for the twenty twenty four season? I, I mean, again, I it's, all, it's all hearsay. It, it, what I what I would say is, if I'm Dan Quinn in a position where okay, I can go coach another team and then essentially become the defensive coordinator while I have an offensive coordinator run the offense. Is that an upgrade? Do I take on more res- unnecessary responsibility as a head coach, like all the bullshit that comes with being a head coach as well? Or he's in a very great position. Cowboys are, are I think, the third or fourth ranked um, by the players, ranked uh, uh, team with facilities and everything involved with being a player. They treat the the staff, they treat the players right. Like, there's a lot that comes into it when – yeah, and we we sit, we're sitting here as as fans looking at oh you could go be a head coach but it's like do you want do you want that right now well but, and, like you got to exactly. look at what you have and yeah. then you go somewhere else well and he probably is making and and because the coaching uh, coaching salary doesn't hit the cap 
you know Jerry's paying Dan Quinn some money. Yeah. If the Joneses don't retain Micah Parsons and if they lose Micah Parsons and Dan Quinn, that would be the biggest fuck up by Jerry oh. Jones and his family ever. So I just don't see it happening. They might lose Dan Quinn, but there's no way Micah Parsons. They, is they will away. throw so much money at Micah Parsons. It's ridiculous. He will, like you said, he'll be the highest paid player uh, in, 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 at least on defense, highest paid defensive player for sure when his contract comes up. The question I was going to ask you, yep, before going through this, and uh, it kind of goes almost back. Done this article. It kind of goes back to the offense. Uh, there's a little, and I can't, I can't keep up with all of the. Well, while, while you're looking, uh, let me sorry, just tap it's, this it's, just, oh. it's just a quick, it's just a quick. Uh, Big Mike in uh, tw- uh, TikTok says, "How does Dallas have the number one offense but fail in the postseason?" So, and, and I just want to frame the question. So you come into the season with the number one offense. That doesn't mean you're going to automatically win games, which is what we've proved two seasons in a row. You can have because you have inflated stat games. Exactly. You have inflated yeah. stat yeah. games. If eventually you get into the dance and everyone there where you finally get into the big ring and every person there is a brawler like they, they got they got against San Francisco the last two years and San Francisco had one of the best defenses in the NFL. And Kellen Moore was in over his head. Yeah, and yep. and and when you go down to the type of offensive plays that need to be called, there it, it you're thinking you're. It is easy for offensive coordinators to get tunnel vision on offense and not thinking of it like a chess match. So you're going to run the ball a little bit more. Maybe you're going to maybe you're going to throw shorter uh, shorter uh, throws here, etc. You're going to Mike your... Mike Mike McCarthy should have whipped out his pecker at halftime against Sam Fran and said, yep. "Listen." I'm calling them the plays yeah. in the second half. Get on your knees, boy. Get and it down just never and sh- happened. Get down vanilla, and shut up. My name's up. Vanilla Pudding. Uh, here, I love you, Dan Quinn. <laughs> here's the thing about Kellen Moore, Vanilla Pudding, and uh, all the best of luck to him um, with the Chargers. That's who he's with, right? Yep. Yep. He, when his offense was firing, it's unstoppable. But when when there's a problem, there is n- low adjustment to the offensive game of the Cowboys. And it doesn't improve, you know. Like you were just saying, there are things that play that. Oh, you see this, you can change it. And this is what you can give respect to Bill Belichick, even though I know his name might be a little tainted now that Brady moved on, won a Super Bowl by himself, and and uh, New England hasn't done so fared so well. All that being said, though, Belichick was and probably still is the master of making those adjustments with. In a game. And there's tons of guys who can do that. McCarthy might be the type of guy who can do that too. But mm-hmm. we didn't really see that from Kellen Moore. He he would just keep trying to push that square block through the circle hole or however that fucking saying goes. Yep. And uh, if it didn't work, we just were not firing. And I mean, Big Mike, uh, the last thing I'll say to him, he goes, I guess I was hoping that talent would be enough when the play calling fails. And yeah, that's exactly where you, that's why everyone ke- continues to knock Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott can't win the big games. Dak Prescott can't do this. Obviously, there's a variety of reasons. It's not just one person. It's a, it's a, it's a mold of people. And we can't go into the head of an athlete in a big game situation what did they do that whole week? What did they do that day? Obviously, we pay them the big bucks 
to win. Well, we don't pay them shit. They get paid the big bucks. If you bought, if you bought their jersey, you did. They yeah. got, a, they got a little guess piece what? of that pie. I, I fucking bought a Dak, a Dak Prescott jersey at AT and T Stadium. Pay, so technically, so you've personally, I'm your boss. Dak it's like, it's like <laughs> I'm your boss. I, I pay yeah. your taxes. We've, we've got a lot. We've got a laundry load full of jerseys here. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Fan studios, hundred percent. So just a quick recap here: the key departures, of course, our boy Zeke. Much love. Noah Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Dalton Schultz, Jason Peters, Connor McGovern, Carlos Watkins, Anthony Barr, Anthony Brown, and Brett Mayer. Brett Money Maher. You know what? Anthony Brown, God love him. By week three or four, I already did not consider him part of the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry. like he's gone next year. Just, he's gone next year. Yeah. yeah. He he gone. He gone. Uh, <laughs> new additions, key role additions, anyways. Ronald Jones, Brandon Cooks, and Stefan Gilmer, of course. It's what it's crazy that they would go with Rojo as one as the first key addition. I would have went with Brandon Cooks as my first key addition, and then Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, that is true. And then Ronald Jones, and you could say, well, it maybe it's positional, obviously, but um, Skanks has his uh. Has his plan. Skanky ranky. Uh, and then draft class. I mean, do we even need to go nah. over it? Mazzy Smith, Luke Schoon, Demarvion, Overshawn. I don't know if I Agent said that right. Zero, aka Agent Orange. Uh Junior Fioco. Asim Asim Richards. Who who knows? This guy could be good, he could be bad. Eric Scott Jr. Deuce. Lots of good stuff out out of uh early camps about Eric Scott Jr. Yep. I'd love to see it. Uh Deuce Vaughn and then uh Jalen Brooks. So a couple big games that he has noted week one at New York Giants Sunday night. Uh, so this is going into 2023, 2023. Yeah. These are the big highlight games that he has. Do you want me to read them or just read the names? I'll, I'll, I'll just read the names. Yeah. Okay. So Let's we got read the names. So we got week, week one at New York Giants week five at San Francisco and then week nine at the Philly uh, at um, Philadelphia. Interesting enough. They're all away games. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I think week one is just exciting. Get up. We want to see what the boys can do. And week five, it's San Fran during, during season. That's the measuring stick right there. Yep. That's why week five and week nine at San Fran and at Philadelphia, those are measuring stick games. Like if you can win both those games or even one of the two, you're right in there. You have a very plausible chance of reaching the NFC championship. I like week five because it gives us time to recalibrate if necessary and also make some trades before the deadline. Week nine, post deadline, post trade deadline, but still gives you some time before the end of the season if there's something. And I think we play them again too, obviously. So, um, yeah. Hey, the games I'm looking forward to is week, what, 12, 13 or 11, 12? What is our weeks that we go down to? Thanksgiving week? Yeah. Carolina we'll just... <laughs> is week. Oh, is pre no. pre Thanksgiving and post yeah. pre Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. That's the weeks we're excited for. Yeah, I think it's a. I, th- I want to say it's eleven and twelve. Well, and what we should do is, um, and we should start. Uh, we'll talk about. I mean, whatever. I'll talk about it live here. Um, we got to find out the group that's going to be. So we are going to do the whole week, Carolina, and then we're going to go to Dallas for our annual Thanksgiving, the great, Amer- uh, the great Canadian American Thanksgiving road trip. Um. And I think we'll have shirts this year with the years, and then we'll have we should have shirts made for anybody that's part of our group that they we all squat up wearing some shirts with my penis on it with Alex's vape on it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to ask you guys some questions, and then we can maybe bounce off his answers here too. Will the Cowboys be able to 
count on the offensive line. Undetermined for me right now. Yeah. Good, solid, 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 solid five. Solid five. I'm just, I'm scared if we get another Tyron Smith preseason injury, I'm going into a panic mode a little bit. Do they end up bringing Jason Peters back? Something like that. But okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to change my, I'm going to change my answer. Okay. I, I'm going to rely on them. I, I trust what the Cowboys front office does with the offensive line and they're, they're relying on this crew that we have going into the season. So there's no reason for me not to. No, but you, you're fair in the worry. Crack him if you got Crack him. Crack him if you got him. That's for the offensive line since Ant didn't trust them at first, and then he retrusted them after he <laughs> thought about it. You, Ant said, I don't fucking trust you guys. Slammed the door and walked back in. Okay, I might have been. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I think there's fairness in in the, the uh, Tyron Smith injury, man. Like, he has not finished a season. Let's expect that, okay? At some point in the season, he might miss a game or two, and I'm okay with that. The other concern is Steele. We don't know when he's actually going to come back. There's, like, right now, just a lot of hope that he'll make it back. I don't think he's back week one. Can't win on opium. I think it's week three. And even if he comes back week one, it might not be the full effect. So we definitely need to find a swing tackle. Uh, I think that, like, oddly enough... (laughs) We're not really solid at guard, but I still feel like swing tackle is a higher priority. Oh, tackle's huge. Yeah. You can almost take I the only reason I say tackle's a bigger need is because I feel like you can almost take a tackle and put them at guard if you absolutely needed to, which is probably what we'll end up doing. But I agree, I, you definitely need a good swing tackle in case Ter- Terrence Steele isn't ready for week 1. Any uh, comments tackle. there? No, no. I don't. Uh will the Cowboys being hey, able oh, sorry, to. Sorry, my only comment is I'll, I'll, I count on the offensive line all the time. Well, <laughs> well, I'm I think a... uh, uh, that same concerns coming out of uh, Skanky Ranks here. Um, Let me read yep. this one because I see my boy. It's just I, a question. I, figures out what to do with Tony Pollard. What? Figure out what to do with Tony Pollard. Is that where you're at? That, that was the next. What thing. will the Cowboys be? I'm just. We're not reading his answers. We're answering these. I just questions. wanted. I just wanted to. Oh, you have okay. So he, let, me, let, me, let me let me let me ask the question. Just, and then you can just read. Ask it. I don't yeah. need to read anymore. Okay. Will the Cowboys Cowboys be able to figure out what to do with Tony Pollard? TP twenty. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think so. I think uh, knowing now that you don't have, we talked about this on previous shows where you kind of get into a rhythm with certain players, and Ezekiel Elliott was a certain type of player, so you have the two backs matched together, and you kind of run them a certain way. Well, now that Zeke's out and TP20s are number one, well, now you're gonna you're gonna develop plays for TP20 strength. And if we look at some of the other backs that we've added, there's a couple of other backs like Crash Davis, aka uh, Malik Davis or Malik Davis, depending on who's saying it out of the bandwagon boys. <laughs> um, is he a more is he more of like a Tony Pollard type of player? Well, yeah, he's probably not. He's probably not a bruiser like Zeke. So. You de- develop these run schemes around TP20's playing style. He can run. He can catch. He's more. We talked about. It, he's more like a Christian McCaffrey. He can do. He can do both. So you you develop way more plays to suit that on your offensive drive because you have more options. Mm. So I think they. I think they have figured out what to do with him. Personally, Another I think eight. Ant's gonna. I think Ant's gonna. Uh, no, I agree. They I, they've kind of started that. unlocking. They started unlocking what they had in t- TP twenty last season, and they just as long as he's healthy, ride that guy, man. Give him more touches. 
let him let him carry like let him be the focal point yeah. of your offense and see what the guy can do no one knows yet like we yeah we've seen we've seen what he can do and still last year he was in a very limited role he was sharing snaps 50 50 right i want to see him ramp it up to like 75 to 80 percent of the total touches at running back and see if he's if he's the true number one in the nfl and yeah he, he he didn't slow down either when he had a couple games where he was taking on that that load obviously that wasn't for too many games, that's but it's a big he, load. Yeah, he took that load and he was he took that it. load. He um, took that load. The one the two things here. Number one. Let me just pull up. Stanky, no, go back down. Stanky Ranky said this. Oh, sorry. This is what I wanted to point out. Uh we also so he goes, I know a lot of fantasy heads have been asking for Polar to be the feature back for years. We also asked for a series devoted solely to Boba Fett. And did you see how that worked out? Okay, so first off, no no one asked for a Boba Fett series like <laughs> boba fett is better as just boba fett the boner alert exactly sorry adam's getting a little bone over here bone. Uh, talking about star wars i got i got a, i got i got <laughs> i got the mandalore uh tattoo here so anyways i just wanted to point that out he's a better he's a better supporting role than a show role is what you're saying yeah. for boba fett but you think tp20 can be the showstopper yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think TP20 is going to be I think TP20 is going to be fine. And, it, and we know AJ's answer. AJ loves some TP20. Oh, I fucking love the dude. And, and uh, I am a little concerned just just his injury. But I think like I don't I don't believe he's tacked on the miles that he's basically got uh, worn off half the amount of tread that a normal running back at his age would have worn off. So I'm not really concerned about his age. Yeah, his age is fine. I mean, I. I'm better about his injury with the break versus it being a tear. Well, and he's already yeah. practicing. He's already yeah. been in off-season activities. Like, realistically, he should be minor or set, barring any minor setbacks. He should be full steam by week one. Yeah, And he's drinking, like, uh, two or three gallons of milk a day. So his calcium levels are very high. Right from the tit. Yeah, right, right from, from the, the cow tit. tit. From the cow He's teat. just under there with two teats, <laughs> one in like side of one in each side of his mouth, and he's just going for it. Yeah, and I mean and uh it's ready it on on TikTok saying he's a pro bowler with fifty percent of the snaps. He's a top twenty TP twenty is a pro bowler and he's splitting carries. Like who else has that? Exactly. Yeah, TP twenty he he's that we saw the offense it was a completely different offense when TP20 had yeah, that down. burst. Yeah. So, uh, one storyline, we kind of talked about it, but Brandon cooks, I mean, he's still doing his damn thing. And I think him coming onto the team obviously helps, uh, improve the options for, uh, our captain Dak. Yep. And also provides a lot of, um, more options potentially let's, let's assume though, for C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup coming back, hopefully feeling more confident after that injury. He had one of those injuries that, yes, it's a it's a physical thing, but it's also the mental capacity of like, ah, oh, man, I'm gonna this is going to happen again. And you're just not confident in your leg. He's now played a full season. Yeah. Um, so I do think he's going to step up and... And it'll be it, it's it's going to be great. Brandon Cooks is I'm very excited for him to be a Dallas Cowboy. I'm very excited for Brandon Cooks as well. I liked I liked the trade when it happened. Obviously, if we go back a couple of months and everyone thought we were going to go D Hop and then and B Cooks kind of came out of nowhere and everyone's like B Cooks. It just it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna shine. I think he's gonna shine, shine like for a sure. diamond. He's gonna shine like diamond. Shine like a diamond. 
Okay, so I'm just going to rally off these, and you tell me if you uh, agree with them. This is for 2023 to be Don't a agree. success. <laughs> Sorry. The Cowboys must reach the NFC Championship game. Yes. Yes. That's Agreed. It. That's it. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. No, uh, we, we, we've, it. We've, we've, we've said this so many times. They, they got Mike McCarthy in the COVID year, Dak Prescott ankle year. They went six and I think 10 missed the postseason. Yeah. The next year they went 12 and five, made it to the wild card, lost to San Francisco. The, the last year they went 12 and five, made it to the divisional, lost to San Francisco. NFC or bust. NFC championship game or bust. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, uh, Adam Skanky Rank. We appreciate that article. Um, and, and just for those who yep. are listening, where, where can they find that article? NFL.com. 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 No, but the Stanky only way you ne- the only way you need to digest this information is through Cowboys Can, Can Fan. fan. And, if you, and if you're an audio listener, respect. Um, but or Adam Rank on Twitter. Or, or, <laughs> or Adam Rank. Yeah, and and yeah. You, and we'll and we'll thanks very much. You know what? It'll be a it'll be a great thing for us to retweet when when the show's done. Hey, Adam Rank, we use your we. And then he's gonna listen to the first three minutes. Stanky ranking of like. No, you you have to you have to when we at him or retweet him or tweet at him. Yeah, it has to be yo, Skanky Ranky. We just used and abused your article, babe. Yeah, send and then yep. uh, that's how it's getting asterisk light. Uh, butt tap, yeah. asterisks. <laughs> Stanky ranking. Uh, okay, so fantasy football. Ooh. Yeah, we're fantasy. getting close. Ooh, ooh, we fantasy. Got, we do bang, have, um, oh, I forget who who it was messaging me. I, I apologize. Uh, but we are doing the uh, the second year here. Can fantasy cup. football. Now, we are going to be cutting some play- people because there's been some guys who once the once the uh, season the uh, fantasy season started, they were in the season. Yeah, they just dropped, and we haven't seen them back yet. So there will be some open slots, but for everyone who already was playing, trimming some foreskin. Yeah, you you get to keep your spot as long as you still want it. Um, otherwise, we'll be opening some spots, and yeah. So DM us, DM yeah, us, so, get in our DMs. Yeah. Can fantasy Who won football? Last, oh, last year was a fuck. Last year was fucked up. There's there's asterisks all over, but it's kind of a, a dual championship between all three of us. Okay, so yeah. so for context, because I know we know that not all of you followed our can fantasy football during last year. Bandwagon boy number one and bandwagon boy number two. We were one team, the bandwagon boys. We got rated as the lowest uh, drafted team. But guess who made the fucking uh, championship made, game? We, we did, we motherfucker. Fucking, we did. Yeah. Um, we and Jerry then, Jones our way. And then we were versing um, some fucking jabroni named uh, Anthbeth. Uh, and guess what? We tied. We tied. Uh, it was the DeMar Hamlin game. Obviously, yeah. the, the stats were a little off. Had it been someone besides us, uh, we would have we would have figured out a way to honor honor a winner to get that jersey winner gets yes. a jersey guess what we didn't buy anyone a jersey because we would have been buying ourselves oh we're all we're all gonna buy ourselves a one we're all gonna buy ourselves <laughs> our own jersey so can fantasy football let's go baby crack them if you got them okay 2023 fantasy football draft prep what do we got okay well again like uh this is sorry uh cbssports.com mr dan schneier dan schneider no it's oh schneier yeah. sneer He's all fancy with his last name. He's got, he's got fucking three uh, vowels in a row. He has 
There's no D in that. There's no D in Schneier, but there is in Dan. Ooh. <laughs> Dan. Uh, hey, there's our boy. Dak Prescott. Running hard. It's the kind of Prescott I like to see. Um, Dak's looking excited there. Both start, eh? well, well, let me give you his little intro paragraph, shall I? The yes. Dallas Cowboys enter the 2023 season as one of the borderline premier offenses in fantasy football. They will return most of their core pieces, including a potential upgrade on the offensive line if they can get a healthy season out of a, out of, sorry, try on Smith, he says, but it's actually Tyron. Idiot. Someone needs Spell to use grammar, Grammarly. Uh, but there are a few major changes for starters. Zeke Elliott, currently an NFL free agent, is out, and Tony Pollard has an opportunity to take over as the lead back. Also, the Cowboys acquired Brandon Cooks. And uh, lost out Dalton Schultz. In I hear they say lost out on Dalton Schultz in free agency. No, we fucking didn't. You fucking call that guy right now. Call him that right now. son. Call him up. Hey, uh, so Dan Schneer, Schneier, Schnur, uh, you Call up Dan that, Schneider. You, you wrote that Dalton Schultz. We failed to acquire that motherfucker. We didn't. We just didn't decide to require that motherfucker. Fuck Schultz. Fuck yeah. Schultz. Uh, so obviously we got a new play caller in in, in the old coach. Mike McCarthy. So things look different in 2023. Imagine if you, in fantasy football, you could actually draft a, a coach. And you get <laughs> points. You get points for the coaches. Well, they, I think think it's funny that they do do coach trades. Really? Fantasy football? Uh, I don't know if they've done it. Oh, in fantasy football? Well, oh, yeah, no, we, no, sorry. I, I, I play in some fucking two-quarterback league. It's like the dumbest thing ever. Hate two quarterback I mean, leagues. It's too many quarterbacks. I'm, my, my main, my main league's a two quarterback league. No, I don't love it. I don't love it. It's D- too many. Your, your, your main league's not. A, your main league is the one that you've been in for seventeen years. Yeah, but I'm not good in that league, so I don't count it. <laughs> you don't count it. You're a good one. No. Okay. Okay. So let's get into the. Uh, now we're talk. Now this is by Chris Towers. I don't know what the fuck CBS is doing. They're having like an orgy of of authors for their articles. Um, Everybody's dipping. Hey, everyone can dip in. So the Cowboys 2023 outlook. Here's the burning question. Is this still an elite offense? 100%. I think it's more elite this year than yeah. it was last I agree. year. Like 100%. The, 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 the cook edition makes it elite. Like, I, yeah. I think we are missing that scary element where I didn't feel like the offense could score at any spot on the field last year. I just no. didn't feel like they could do that. Okay, so- I felt like they had to I dink and dunk their way down to at least the 25 and then they could take a chance. I don't, I didn't feel like they could score if they were on our, their own 18 yard line or their own 25. I just didn't think it was in their realm of possibility. And okay. You, so go ahead. No, I just, you, you look at the stats and it, it, it proves that point. CD, CD lamb, CD lame. CD lame. Whoa, Alex. No, Whoa, AJ. CD lamb had uh whatever it was three times as many um, reception yards than the second Noah Brown. Here's the thing. And Noah Brown was our fucking second best. <laughs> okay. That doesn't, that doesn't scream elite. Brian, uh, Dan Schneerschneier says, yep. uh, <laughs> Dan Schneebly, uh, Schneibel Mr. Schneibel. Uh, the tools are there, but he's talking about Schottenheimer taking over his offensive coordinator, which he's not. He's Mike McCarthy's like assistant. Lackey. Uh, and McCarthy taking over play calling duties. I have real questions about how many points this team is going to score. Schottenheimer's offense were pretty conservative in Seattle, and McCarthy's last three Packers teams all ranked in the bottom 12 in pace. Under Moore, the Cowboys were top three each season. 
Play volume alone could knock this team down from the ranks of the elite offense, and that's bad news for a team with some expensive fantasy options. So, yes, we are talking about fantasy football points, so the context of this question yes, is yes, important yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. But at the end of the day, don't give a shit if we're not the elite offense as long as we're winning the fucking games. Winning the games is what matters most, and getting to the... But we're talking fantasy, baby. I know, I, I, I know. So as a fantasy player, it proposes great points. Are we going to see some of these players who were going to get lots of points kind of spread it out a little bit? Don't know. No, man. I think I disagree with that. With Schneer? Yeah, I, I mean, the way that we... Had- Entered this uh, with our, with our comments was completely different than what he just wrote there. Like I think uh, this is a vast improvement from from next se- from last season. I guess the and think about this, you know, knock on Woodskies. Uh, let's hope Dak plays the full season. That was a big knock last year too. So you start adding all these things up, uh, and be, let's be honest. I mean Zeke stumbled through a lot of those games during the latter half of the season as well. So if we can get healthy players, we got cooks is a massive upgrade. I really am. Um, I believe that uh, our tight ends are easily that trio uh, and, and McKeon can kind of peek his head around the corner too, but those guys are going to easily compensate for the exit of Schultz. So there's not, not a loss there. And we know, we know what uh, Polar can do. We have that belief. We just talked about that as well. So, yeah, I, I, I just see an upgrade this season, man. Yep. I don't like his his reasoning is Schottenheimer and and Mike McCarthy's po- like last few years or whatever. I don't like his reasoning. Uh, the, you got to look at if the if the team was elite last year, and then did they build off of that in certain positions, which they did. Yeah. So. Yeah. And again, who gives a fuck if we're scoring 45 Ooh. points a game if we're not, if it's not translating, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If, if it, you know, it comes down to the tough games that need to be won. We got some nice rankings here. I'm going to zoom in a little bit so we can see a little bit uh, better. Oops. Uh, as you're zooming that in there, Freddie. Not ranking, sorry. These are predictions. Fred, Freddie Pullman chat saying he's waiting for Oxnard training camp. He's going to there be there live. I said we will too. And he says, I will say what's up if I see you guys. Guess what? Freddie, if you're there and we're there at the we same time, you up. will know. You what's will your know. shirt size, Freddie? Um, we'll be high fiving. We'll be high fiving, slanging and banging. So this is, what they, and banging. this is what they have for uh, Prescott. And I'm just going to read the important numbers. And these are projections. These are projections here. Okay. Uh, uh, 3,944 yard passing, 28 touchdowns, 11 inter- interceptions, and two touchdowns rushing. So 30 total touchdowns is what they're calling for I, Dak. I think that's on the low side. Yeah, me too. I agree. That's conservative. That's if he plays a full season, if he plays a full season, those I, I I would be I'd be surprised if Dak doesn't have 32 to 37 touchdowns if he plays all 17 games. I feel like he's. I just feel he's gonna be. Like forty three hundred yards and above, yeah. I think I think he's gonna ha- I think he's gonna have some good yardage. Again, yards isn't as important as the touchdowns. I'm just, but I, I still feel well, just shy of four thousand. I mean, I'll take four thousand yards. Just you know, I yeah. think that's that's reasonable. So, but the the touchdowns, I definitely think they're probably, uh, yeah, seven shy. Yeah. Um, TP, TP 20, that's light. 
TP20 got 1,073 rushing yards, nine touchdowns, and then an additional 408 receiving yards with two touchdowns. So 11 total touchdowns I, and, and roughly 1,500 yards. I think it's light. I think it's I think light he's going to get 20. He's going to get more goal line carries than people are expecting. Yep. Those yeah. 12 touchdowns that we lose from last season with Zeke, Pollard's going to pick a couple of those up for sure. So yep. oh, yeah. I think that's I think that's low for him also. Or or my boy Hunter Lepke's going to get those uh, goal lines, but whatever. We'll see. I mean, they, they, they just wasted internet space here by writing about Deuce Vaughn and what he's going to get. <laughs> Here's it is a, interesting that they decided to put him uh, on there. Well, it's click. It's 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 especially uh, when later on because I read this. Sorry, they, they 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 talk about Davis being the number two. Yeah, and then you know they don't put him up up here. So yeah, well, for, I mean, for yeah, because people. So the way that it's writing there, he's showing that Deuce Vaughn isn't going to actually do much, and this is what and people are thinking Deuce Vaughn is going to do a lot. Sure. So if you're going to pick up Deuce Vaughn as a sleeper, he's basically telling you don't don't bother and i definitely disagree with this 12 53 yards for cd lamb and only eight tutties yeah i i his he's uptrending so much in his first three seasons i expect a huge monster season from cd i'm thinking 15 between 14 to 1500 yards and at least over 10 tugs yeah yeah he's i mean i think that's pretty reasonable uh, Cooks, we have um, just sh- just over 800 yards, six touchdowns. It's Gallup. Like, did he chat GPT this? Because, like, w- receptions for Cooks is 69, and then receptions for CeeDee Lamb is 96. Like, Ooh. <laughs> I'm just going to take the numbers and reverse them. Shabada-bing. Uh, Michael Gallup, 455 yards, two touchdowns. Super low expectations there, hey? Gallup had a yep. better season last year, and he was – yeah, I don't know about these rankings here, guys. Yeah. And then Ferguson, I mean. These I, projections can get. Yep. Okay, well, let's, uh, I mean, we don't need to go into the rest of that. Well, I have some I have some stuff for you because we, yeah. for fantasy football, we put in, uh, a, on the Instagram, we put a poll out to see who thought would have the best season. And I, I don't even care about, like, I think CeeDee Lamb won it, but I want to ask you guys, out of these four players, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard, and we put Scooney, Scooney, the Scoon maker down just because. But out of those four players, who do you think has the best fantasy season for their position? Ooh. Um, CD Lamb. I'd say CD Lamb. Okay. So I have some, I have some fantasy football stats here. So CD Lamb in 2020, his first year, he was 21st ranked at wide receiver in 2021 he was 14th and then last season he was the sixth wide receiver in fantasy football yeah so he's trending up big time tony pollard 2020 was 41st 30th and then last year eighth so tony pollard also trending big time and then dak prescott i'm gonna say for me the safe bet i'm gonna say dak prescott because in every season that he ever played uh, every full season he's ever played, he's finished in a top 10 at his position. So I think Dak might be the safe pick because if CeeDee Lamb has an amazing season, well, that's going to put Dak Prescott stats up there yeah. quite a bit. But look, we're looking at it. We pretty much, those three guys, they're top 10 in fantasy football, which that's going to yes. equate to success on the field. Yeah, 100%. I think the most risky one is Pollard. Yeah, probably. S- solely, he's, he's, yeah. Yep. 
Well, or or I'd say Scoomaker. Well, Scooney, well, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, he he ain't get. He would have to have a pretty impressive season to to beat out to like finish third at, on the tight end list ahead of you know. Scooter you know, if Scooney, sale, if Scooney goes something like 50, 60 catches, eight hundred yards, or six hundred, eight hundred yards, six to eight touchdowns, that's a f- huge success, right? That's a phenomenal season. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I'm expecting out of the man. So. If he gets five, if he had 500 yards and five touchdowns, I think that would be a very successful season. Yeah, true. And we're also considering the rest of the tight ends are putting up some numbers. Yeah, the numbers the as other well, clone so, zone's yeah. going to be flirting about too, right? <laughs> we, I think we agree like a thousand yards and what, what was it, eight or 10 touchdowns to kind of just replace Schultz? Yeah. Then yep. we're happy. Yep. <clears throat> as, a, as, a, as a squad. As a squad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Shall we get into the, the season? The, oh, I thought we were doing the memes. Well, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, I just want to do some cal- some palette cleansers here. This is just the most Madden uh, play of of li- of all time. So what we're seeing here is a uh, uh, Derek. No, New Orleans throwing an interception to Washington. <laughs> they fumble it into oh, the okay, hands. So, yeah. Okay, so this isn't just cowboy stuff. Gotcha. No, no. Th- okay. This is just the palate cleanser. Then we're getting into the cowboy stuff. I'm just I'm just warming us Roger. up with, with some memes. And you audio listeners, you're going to definitely have to come over to the YouTube to get the full effect of, of this um, uh, as- part of the show. This is just a funny one here. It's uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson winning and his, and his uh, I guess, ex-girlfriend. Kind of looks wife. Like, like Sweet D from uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> it does. And the <laughs> quote says, uh, never forget when Russell Wilson's ex thought she was set for life on draft day. She is very <laughs> stoked. Yeah, but, and guess uh, what? She, she looks like somebody you want to stay away from. How long did they stay together, I, I wonder? I have no idea. Okay, this is a nice, funny little quick one, too, and then we'll then we'll hop into our... Uh, <laughs> um. Our list here for the Cowboys. So this is how many beers would it take to get with NFL QBs as women? What they've done is they've taken the the photos of the quarterbacks and put them through that filter that makes them girls. Yep. And uh, it's pretty shocking. Mac Jones. Well, Mac Jones, a.k.a. Macy Jones, they say adorable, but five beers. (laughs) Josephine (laughs) Allen. Kind of cute. One beer. Josephine Allen. Josephine Allen is, is a beautiful girl. A little thick, but that's nice. Uh, (laughs) Jaylene Hurts, the same MILF material, two beers. Then we got our (laughs) Dakota Prescott. Dakota looks hot. They don't even change Dak's name. It's it's still Dakota Dakota Prescott. Okay, so that's what we're getting into here. So let's go. Let's roll it back, gentlemen, (laughs) to camp. And uh, I think you'll all remember this. When Trevin Diggs was holding on to a backup wide receiver's jersey so he did so he doesn't go viral for getting absolutely cooked again. And this was um This is the thing with these with the I feel bad for Tr- Trey Diggs because he's the only person that, yeah. that gets burned at training camp when the wide receiver should be winning. Yeah. And that it ends up being viral. It's like he's not he, the he's not the only <laughs> He's not the only DB. Every that's every corner, yeah, every exactly. corner in training camps getting absolutely smoked. Well, the, these these memes are 
our mean memes. So we're not going to like them, but I think it's good for us <laughs> to sit through them and take them. So, so I, this- love, I love it when they use uh, com- uh, what's it, Homelander in anything because he's... He has such a like a, a, com- a comic style smile. Oh yeah! So whenever you see Homelander coming into a, a meme, I love it. Yeah, this is uh, just says Trevin Diggs. Seeing Cowboys fans call him the best DB in the league after he gives up 300 <laughs> yards but caught a tip pass, and it's got the Homelander smile. Okay, you know what? That one hurt. That one hurts. Okay, no, that's funny because I don't think T Diggs would ever. No, that's the thing. T Diggs. T Diggs isn't like that. And this is the uh, this is when Diggs deleted his social media after getting burned by who was it, Fioco or Yeah, Fioco. I mean, whatever. I mean It's you, training camp, man. It's training camp and like honestly, like you said, you get the one play where they get burned, and you just know how annoying social media would be. Like, yeah, go delete it. Absolutely we should delete be, it. We should be more excited about that banging thrower. Or Fioco actually doing something. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. That, that should be the well, talk sorry, of it. That's what we are, but every fucking... It's like the thing that cow, uh, non-Cowboy fans like to remind Cowboy fans, Trevon Diggs gave up 1,000 yards, and it's been 30 years since we've won a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, Trey, Trey Dog's going to fucking get out there and kill it next year. Um. Okay, well, I, I'm just trying to find because I accidentally have the wrong link here um but we can just you know what let's just skip to <laughs> we're, skipping, we're skipping the memes is that what we're doing? well i just put I, I took the wrong wrong link so that's just how it is but you don't miss what you don't what you don't okay see. so you're going week so, to week best memes no no no. i'm Man, just hopping a lot through. of work that you i'm did. hopping through it. so so this is week Ooh, i two. love a good phantom menace this is meme week two or after um after the uh dallas cowboys had uh defeated um, the Bengals. The Bengals, and and of course Cooper Rush was wins here. So we've got the uh, Star Wars meme. So four, pa- four so Padme says that's okay. You'll surely get oh, a win week two playing what, the you, awful you Cowboys got, with Cooper. You got to read what he says oh, first. So, here, so. so so Joe, aka Anakin Skywalker Burroughs, says we lost the first game of the season, and then Padme says that's okay. You'll surely get a win week two playing against the awful Cowboys with the backup Cooper Rush. Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Burroughs looks at her. She looks back, and then I was in I was in Vegas, and I can't. I still can't believe I didn't bet on that game. It's good that I didn't, though. It's good <laughs> that I didn't bet on it. And then we go Joe Burrow without fur coats and Cartier glasses. I mean, it's just a dude throwing a football, hitting hitting his. his I mean, they're banging. On the, <laughs> <laughs> this is Bengals fan watching their team. This year, this is week two, oh. and they've got this lady just puking on herself in the stands. Oh. She's trying Jesus. to hold it together, but she is fucked. That is literally. He was into the limeritas. Oh my god, this is AJ and the limeritas. I just love a good burp. I love her composure. Look at Russell Wilson in the row ahead of him. Just look looks back, back at her. and yeah. doesn't he say you know shit? And then oh. you got this lady with a neck brace sitting in front of her, like no, that's fucking. That, look, that looks like fucking John Lynch with the cowboy collar. Russell Wilson and John Lynch, uh, not John Lynch. Who's the, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. John Lynch? Not John Lynch. Doesn't matter. Mike Allstott. Mike Allstott wore the cowboy collar. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was That's a great. Next role here is just Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe Burrows last year versus Joe Bur- Burrows this year. Comparing him to Ma- Macaulay Culkin, who, for my money, looks like a fun guy. I don't know. Um, I mean that one. 
That one's all right. These these ones are just bashing Joe Burrows. So you know that was fun. We we week three we uh we're, or sorry week two we are feeling uplifted right after yeah, that yeah. that horrible loss. So the season might not be a, a complete tank. Is what we were feeling like after that big win by Cooper Rush and the Cowboys versus the Bengals. Then we come into week three and we got <laughs> Dak Prescott leaving town after realizing Cooper Rush is the franchise. I mean, uh, this is just a guy riding a horse in, I don't know, a Target or a Walmart. Just kind of very Walmart y. Uh, here we go. Oh, video has no. <laughs> Why does this video have no sound? You gotta click the lower right hand corner. Oh. Oh, the video doesn't have it. Dak Prescott by week eight when the Cowboys are seven and one. So they have just a guy making McDonald's. And look, that was my first fucking job, okay? And I got fired from it too. I never was able to get hired. Oh, sorry. I never got hired by McDonald's. I got hired at KFC and at the time. McDonald's, McDonald's was paying like $7 an hour and KFC was paying 11 So guess who was above minimum wage, motherfucker? I think I think the biggest meme of the whole Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott thing was the fans that actually thought Cooper Rush was going to surplant Dak Prescott. Like that, that's a meme in itself. That's a cowboy meme. Like the fans that actually thought because he'd went four and one, he was the ultimate quarterback and the savior of the franchise and that Dak or trash Scott shouldn't play. I thought that was the funniest part about all of the, the, the Cooper rush. Stuff. No, the funniest part about the entire Cooper rush thing was your response mid post game stream and finding out that Dak Prescott was going to be out for multiple games. Yeah. Well, I thought your, the season was done and your rant on other cowboy fans was perfect. Yeah. Well, cause I thought, I thought, I thought the season was, it was accurate. I, I really did. Okay, so Dak Prescott leaving town no, after... I, oh, there, There's sound on these. I don't know why I can't get the sound, but whatever. Well, it says the video has no sound. So I, that... I've watched these, though. I know they have oh. sound. So this is just an error, which kind of sucks. Whatever. It's um, probably because it's on PC or desktop and not mobile. No, I... Trust me. I went through. I looked at these <laughs> on my computer. They were playing sound. And now it's not, so I don't know. Um, Maybe okay, but then then we then we move move ahead to week five, where uh, Cooper Rush just keeps winning. Okay. Oh, well, Cooper Rush just—that's all—that's what he knows how to do. He knows how to win. <laughs> I don't. Oh man, I'm sure this fucking sound on this one was great. So we're seeing Paul Walker walking with, uh, um. Oh, what's it not? Diggs. Ty, Ty, Tyrese. Tyreek, Ty, Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson. In uh, that Too Fast, Too Furious. Now, if you watch Too Fast, Too Furious and you watch the movie as Paul Walker's character uh, and Tyrese's character as being like former like exes, like lovers, yeah, it adds so much more value to that movie when they give the looks to each other or they have the... The, the back and forth. Don't look at them as friends. Look at them as actual lovers, and it makes the movie <laughs> so much better. That's Lance Harbor, bro. Yeah, Lance Harbor. I have no... AJ, uh, so AJ's have some technical difficulties <clears throat> here. Oh, you want me to go back to him? Okay, going back to it. No, well, it just kind of ruins the whole meme thing if I can't play the fucking sound. 
that's Shit. what's kind of pissing me off hey that's okay we'll we'll how about we do this you don't go through them don't show us it we yeah. will we'll come technical back. difficulty figure it out and we'll we'll come back to this in a in a newer more you know now to be fair it's not it, the way aj has it set up it's literally instagram saying this video has no sound so something is not i think it's correct. probably because my audio is going out it's something that we'll have to figure out on a tactical replay but you know what i don't even want to continue because a lot of these require sound otherwise we're just reading headlines yeah okay well we're gonna good. we're gonna we're gonna finish on a high note with yep. a fantasy football question yeah if you're drafting first overall or okay what spot Ooh. are you drafting at to take tony pollard or cd lamb What's the earliest you guys are taking either of those guys? Because mm. you're not taking Dak. Pre- I mean, in a one quarterback league, you could maybe argue Dak going in the first. Probably not going to happen. You're, but Dak, there's an argument. Dak's going to be around. I mean, any league, Dak's around the third or fourth round. In in a two quarterback league. So in in your standard NFL fantasy football league, where are you guys sitting to pull the pull the trigger on either TP20 or CD Lamb? And who would you pick? Would yeah. you pick Tony Pollard or CD Lamb? I think I go Pollard over CD Lamb just in, just in general, like if if he's an option. <clears throat> but yeah, that's a good question, man. I I got an answer. So because if we're looking at franchise the one league with franchise, I already know who like I have Standard League, Standard League. Okay, it's so just Standard like League. So orig- clean, just a clean snake slate. draft, clean slate. You're not keeping where, anyone for the future. Where where are you in that first round? That's what I'm telling. You're supposed to tell me. That's the question. Oh. Where are where would you have to be to take one of them? Right. Okay. I'd have to be to take CD Lamb. I CD Lamb or TB20. I'd have to be late first round pick. I'd have to be up in like the 11, 10, 12 spot because I pick pro- one spot. Ten or above, I'd be picking CD Lamb. Okay, so ten. Hmm. Yeah. I think I'm because going, you get that dually. I think I'm looking truly. at Pollard at being a, a, th- a fourth to sixth running running back, top running back. Like I think there's Henry, um, uh, Christian McCaffrey, CMC, Jones, J- Jacobs, Jacobs, sorry, and uh, Taylor, who have more fantasy point value. Um, there might be another couple guys. That's why maybe six. So. First six rounds, I'd take Pollard if if I'm not getting any of those guys. First eight rounds, but I picks, think you mean first first eight, eight picks. picks. Sorry, yeah. No, I was gonna say rounds. first eight rounds. TP twenty won't be there in round eight. Or uh, so. You never know. Um, and then I think I think CD Lamb is like top three wide receiver, and because I'm such a big fan, I'd be inclined to pick him over Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Well, I mean, you look you know, at... Ju- I, like, I, I, I might put on my board, Lamb might be the number one ranked wide receiver. Right, okay. So so what's your number? You're picking one of those guys. Six? Both the guys top 10, like top 10 picks. But like I, like if if Pollard was available in the top... Like if Pollard's available, I'm taking him. And then as soon as I can, you know, barring any of those top running backs available... Uh, I'm going CD Lamb then if Pollard's not available. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna snipe your guys' answers and kind of steal ads, but he didn't uh, articulate it very well. I'm picking at twelve, 
I'm taking Tony Pollard at 12 and CeeDee Lamb at 13. Boom! That's, sorry, I mean, yeah, that you you did exactly what you did it better than what I was. Yeah, saying. but you took you you took him at 10, and then well, the next pick he was gone. No, because no, so you want the no, snake. No, 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 you want no, no, the snake. No, no, no. You think Pollard will be sorry. there at 12? Some leagues that you're in are only 10 team leagues, and then other leagues are 12 team leagues. So. 10, 10 or I, when I was saying 10 to 12. That's what you wanted to do? Yeah, you're doing the last. I'm talking the last <laughs> pick. Ooh, I don't think both I, of them. I, I probably, even if even if you're like at like number nine, you pro- I probably would pick. I'd, you I'd could probably, probably get pick. TP20. I think TP20 would be your pick, and you could probably still get CD Lamb. I, well, TP, it'd be risky, but TP, you could probably get him. I think TP. If you're late, if you're late, if you're like eight, eight or 10. You could maybe get him on the roundabout. I think TP20 will go in mostly. I think he's top 12. I think he's going to go round late round two, early round three for most leagues. No fucking way. I think so. No way. He's going to be off late first, early second. There's too much. Yeah, there's too much upside to him. People are going to see. Dude, he was the sixth ranked. He was the sixth ranked running back in fantasy last year. You're right. Guess what? With. Without Ezekiel or and is Zeke's not on the team this year, and and you can't even use it. You can't yeah. even use the excuse of like, well, Zeke was on the team last year blocking for him. It's like Zeke doesn't block for him, so it's yeah, like yeah. he well he, Zeke Zeke gone actually pushes yeah, Pollard exactly. up the boards, which but is great. Note- hey, which is great for me because in the one league in our in our seventeen year league, I I probably will keep uh, CMC. So I'm gonna go well, for some TP twenty, bye bye. There you go. Okay, for the bandwagon boys over there, the meme lord Alex himself. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's so I'm mad. Pissed off. I'm the pissed. Bad- that was a whole fucking thing. Ah, uh, whatever. The bandwagon boys cracking them in the studio, and at best over here. We'll be back Sunday at our usual time for the Sunday service, and we'll give that another college try. All right, have a good night, guys. Peace. That was a week. Week.